You're listening to PlayStation Unchained. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 92 of PlayStation Unchained. I'm your host for this episode, Michael Harridance. Yes, don't adjust your headsets. I'm back after a self-imposed uh, hiatus. I just found I needed a little break because I've been pretty much doing this podcast game for a while now. I joined just a couple of weeks after we started it back in 2011. I've been pretty much on most episodes. Then took over hosting, so I was like, yeah, I need a little bit of a break. But it's good to be back. And joining me, as ever, is Ben Shinnabir Hall, my partner in crime. How's it going, dude? Oh, knackered. God damn it, knackered. <laughs> yeah, I bet. We're going to be... Uh, this is a bit of a sla- slightly special podcast, because, of course, Ben is... Um... Actually, no, Ben, you tell people. Where have you been? Uh, I've been at the Eurogamer Expo in Birmingham the last few few days. Birmingham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, uh, you and Stephen, I believe. Well, at least Stephen was there for a day, wasn't he? Or yeah, Stephen was there for half a day. Cool, cool. And we've got Stephen with us right now, actually. Oh, yeah, I, I was actually there for a day. It was really, really good. Yeah, I, I'll talk to you about it later, guys. That <laughs> was actually me trying to do his accent. His, his game of the show was Duck Hunt. <laughs> oh, cool. His game well, of the um, show was Duck Hunt. Sorry, what was that, Ben? His game of the show was Duck Hunt. Oh, Duck Hunt. <laughs> yeah, I loved that game. He got addicted to it. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, I'm not joking. He really did. No, I had Duck to put Hunt... him away so he could play the other game that we were waiting for. <laughs> no, I can understand the um. Well, if it's the same Duck Hunt, I'm thinking of the original yeah, the one was original very addictive. One. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, he was he was confused about how the gun would work. It was funny. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, does this uh, magic work? What uh, is yeah. this wizardry? <laughs> Well, um, we're going to be talking at length, or rather you are, about um, Eurogamer a bit later on, Ben, so we'll definitely come back to you on that. Um, cool. Um, joining me, myself and Ben, is Gary. How's it going, Gary? Oh, I'm I'm decent. Decent. Exhausted, just like Ben is. <laughs> cool, cool. And um, Gary, you turned a big 3-0 uh, the other day. Yeah, big 3-0 yesterday. Welcome to the club. <laughs> uh, ben decrepit now. <laughs> It's not like I said to you before the podcast, it's not so bad. You get used to it after a while. Yeah. yeah. Um, how have you been lately, Gary? Mine is turning 30. <laughs> no, I've been pretty good. I've been pretty good. Um, this has been a pretty good week. I'll have five, a five-day weekend here from work to my birthday and uh, got to attend a Solid Comic-Con here uh, yesterday and now I'm just recuperating, sorry, today. Oh. Is it just me, or it seems like they have a comic con like every other week? San Diego, New York, London. <laughs> you know, every time it seems like every uh, every month something pops up that I've never heard of before. I wish oh, they yeah. around. I wish they had a Reading comic con. That'd be awesome. Just outside. Well, there was, they've announced a Birmingham comic con in a couple oh, of weeks. <laughs> I think it was November. I think it was actually, and then there's one next year. Wow, awesome! Yeah, they advertise next year's comic con at Birmingham. In Birmingham before the first one, because it said November 2015, and then also March 2016. Oh, awesome. So Birmingham is getting quite popular, then. <laughs> yeah. they, cool. they actually, last night, they actually said the, the Guinness Book of World Records for uh, most cosplayers in one in one show. 
they had, uh, I think, like 1,587 cosplayers attending. It's pretty oh, nice. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. That's a lot of uh, stormtroopers and Darth Vader's and God knows what else. <laughs> yeah, and the record was held by China. Uh, some like show in China, I guess, was held the record for years. Uh, they had about twelve hundred people over there, and we beat it yesterday. So, oh, that's day. awesome! Congrats. <laughs> and uh, sorry for the late intro. Last but not least, we have Kevin. How's it going, Kevin? Hey, I'm. Uh, I'm good. Thanks. Cool. How are you? Uh, I'm good, thanks. I don't think I've, I can't remember last time I was on a podcast with you, actually, if ever. So it's good to uh, good to chat. <laughs> yeah, I think it was the last one before you went on hiatus. Oh, okay, wicked, cool. That's not my. That's not an indication of how memorable you are. It's just my bad memory. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, well, guys, um, ninety-two. Wow, we're getting close to that special hundred mark. Uh, that's going to be a good show. I, I, um, I can take some special guests in the future for that show. Uh, but um, obviously Ben's got a lot to talk about of Eurogamer. So um, let's get uh, into some news. We'll just gloss over some of the major news, actually. Not too, not too, um, I'm not going to talk about too many, but there's quite a few things. Uh, first of all, we'll start uh, off of this one from the 23rd of September. So only a couple of days ago at the time of recording. Uh, uh, this one's about The Last of Us 2. Um, it's actually not in development yet, but uh, Naughty Dog has... Uh, reiterated that it had been brainstorming ideas for the um, much-anticipated sequel. Let's face it, it's going to happen, but there. Um, this is uh, this comes from a series of rumours. Um, obviously, we had Nolan North, first of all, a few months ago, saying that the game was going to be... Um, it, that it was being made. And um, I think there was a, something else more recently as well. They mentioned... Uh, the first Last of Us uh, in a in a uh, in a recent um, interview, which obviously makes you think that they're making a second one. If they refer to the the, um, the original as the first one, so oh, there must be a sequel. Uh, but anyway, this is during an interview of OPM UK. Uh, uh, Naughty Dogs Neil Druckmann. Uh, he said that I quote, "I can say that was kind of a surprise for us to him to say that." This is in regards to Nolan North. Uh, I was like, oh, he knows more than we know about what we're doing next. We joked about it afterwards during shoots and stuff. The answer is, and this is totally honest, and I've said this in the past, that when Bruce Straley and I moved over to Uncharted 4, we were brainstorming ideas for The Last of Us 2 with new characters. Ideas for The Last of Us 2 with Joel and Ellie. Ideas for a sci-fi game. Ideas for a fantasy game. And building prototypes for each one of those new ideas. And just as we were getting close to sitting on narrowing that list down, we were asked to work on Uncharted 4. Uh, so there we are. It's not actually in development at present, but they have been brainstorming ideas, and they have actually said this a couple of months ago, that they were brainstorming ideas. Uh, he goes on to say, uh, you know, there's a part of me that's really looking forward to going back to those things, but I have no cycles left in my mind even to be thinking about that right now. So I guess he, uh, North, that is, was kind of right that we were working on stuff, but we don't know what we're doing next, and we won't know until probably a few months after we finish Uncharted 4. And Uncharted 4 obviously is out uh, on March the 18th, my birthday, uh, 2016. So, yeah, no Last of Us 2 for a while yet by the sound of it. But um, I'm still I'm pleased to hear that they have been drafting ideas for it, but it was actually in consideration because that I, I was a massive fan of the first game, as I'm sure a lot of us here were as well, many other people. It sold a lot. Um, um, I'm not surprised that it's not currently in development, although... I, please correct me if I'm wrong. I think Ben might be one to do this because he's pretty good with this kind of stuff. Um, I'm sure there was several teams. I'm sure there's a couple of teams at Naughty Dog, one doing Uncharted 4, and they have another team doing something else. Yeah, they used to have a team that did Last of Us and a team that did Uncharted. 
Yeah, so... Well, no, I say that. Before that, it was a team that did Uncharted 2 and a team that worked on Uncharted 3. Ah, and right. And then when Uncharted 3 was... Yeah, once the Uncharted 2 came out, most of the staff were working on Uncharted, uh, Uncharted 2 started working on Uncharted 3. Yeah. Well, left the bare bones to work on Last of Us while Uncharted 3 was being made. And then when The Last of Us was be- finished being made... Yeah. Obviously, they weren't... Yeah, they, they swapped... Basically, they had one main project... Yeah, and one side project that then they kind of working on. Ah, right. So that so that makes sense that when they finish Uncharted Four in Fear, they could go over to The Last of Us Two. Then yeah, the, the, cool. they'll have a small team that's been like, so say, say the sound team has finished with Uncharted, they've done mm. the sound, they they're not needed anymore. That would then that that team will be transferred to the next the other project that's been worked on. Ah, right, right. That that makes sense. Yeah. That well, way, is it, they're not just sitting around twitching their thumbs going. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> what should we do now? Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. Um, all right, wicked. Well, that sounds good. Um, well, actually, Ben, I'll just move on to you, actually, even though you said a bunch. Of, anything else to add about this at all? In uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the last two of us. <laughs> uh-huh. Nicely done. <laughs> uh, um, Gary, how about you, mate? Um, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Uh, I'm, you know, they, they say it's not in development. I'm pretty sure they have like five or six people just chugging away uh, at the game right now. Um, honestly, that's that's what I think. I do believe that all their focus is, is on Uncharted Four right now, since you know it's supposed to be probably the biggest game of next year. Um, but yeah, the first Last of Us, in my opinion, is is the best game ever made <laughs> for me, at least. Uh, absolutely love that game. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to if there is going to be a sequel. I'm sure there is, but personally, I don't think there should be. Um, but I'm still going to look forward to it. I think it was good as a one-off uh, game with an amazing story, in my opinion. And I think they should have just ended it the way it did and just left it as a one game. Cool, interesting. I can see your point of view there, um, Kevin. How about you, buddy? Um. Partly with Gary on that one. I mean, I really loved The Last of Us 1, um, both on PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4. I've played them, and those games are amazing. Uh, I mean, both versions. But yeah, I don't see how a second one, how the story would be in that one. Because personally for me, the game has finished, and the story has finished as well. Um, I'm not going to throw out any spoilers for those who haven't played it, but shame on you but yeah um if you've played the the game and you finished it i don't know about you guys but i feel like the story's just finished so i don't see how a second the last of us game would come in order because if they would be like you know it's a new game but not entirely it's a last of us game but we'll introduce new characters i don't see how that would work out for the last of us because you don't have that emotional bond anymore with those characters I can I can completely answer this question. Go for it. <laughs> it's set during the same t- time period as Joel and Ellie, but in France or <laughs> Americas or the islands. It's the infection was worldwide, so there will be different stories around the entire globe while this is happening, and they will there will be people with their own stories, their own locations, their own troubles their own ellies out there somewhere perhaps in perhaps in china maybe 
maybe career. I, I, I don't know where they're going to do it, but it's very possible that it could happen during the same time period as The Last of Us, just somewhere else. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I agree with you. I agree with you there, Ben. Um, if they do it, they have to do it with different characters. They can go back to Joe and Ellie, in my opinion. Um, but the, it wouldn't feel the same. No, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like if, like if you're going to do another one in different characters, different location, and all that, it's going to be really hard to replicate. You know, the emotional story they told with Joe and Ellie because that was just so masterfully done like if they do it another game and then it's like oh we have another dude and another girl you know and this guy's protecting her it's it's gonna be really hard to replicate that emotional story in my opinion and it'll feel like a simple ripoff of the original yeah because you'll you'll rather be like well okay so this is nice but it feels like i've played this before and that's that's not the feeling you want when you have a last of us game in my opinion yeah Quite honestly, the, the the best way I would see doing it is I know a lot of people probably won't like it, but uh, do it kind of like a prequel and show how everything starts going to crap and you're playing, you know, as some military guys trying to contain it. Or so, yeah, it'll probably become more of a shooter than, than a survival game like the first one was, but... Well, it could start off like a shooter and then as the infection spreads and you've got no hope, it then becomes a survivor. That yeah. would work, yeah. But, like, I don't know, somebody who I think would be more, you know, combat-ready for something like this. You know, I, I, I personally would do some military group or something. That so it's gets... a game based on me. <laughs> 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 yeah, show it, show it how the infection, like, how the beginning of the game started with everything going to hell. You know, continue on with that, in my opinion, and show how it starts to get progressively worse and worse. That's actually some good ideas there. I think that'd be good. I'm always a fan of prequels. I always have been. So, um, Naughty Dog, be... contact us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're open to ideas, <laughs> discussions. <laughs> um, well, moving on to another popular um, Naughty Dog franchise, oddly enough, and keeping in with a theme about different characters. Uh, Naughty Dog says continue Uncharted without Nathan, uh, Nathan Drake is a bit hard to imagine. Um this again comes from the latest issue of OPM UK. Um, uh, there's, um, there's a little, uh, uh, I've got the magazine. There's a little, um, uh, bo- uh, there's a massive interview there with Naughty Dog, and they've got a little box where they specifically talk about Uncharted ending and continuing the series without him. Uh, in this case, um, we are talking to uh, Uncharted 4 writer Josh Shear. Um, he said, I don't know, that's a good question. I think one thing that's been great about the series is that we have created this, I hate to use the word universe because Marvel's been overusing it, but we created this world where ancient civilizations remain undiscovered and a lot of charismatic and unscrupulous treasure hunters exist to go and pursue these. I suppose you could, get a sto- you could tell a story in that world without Nathan Drake, but it's in some ways it's a little bit hard to imagine. Um, this is in light of... Uh, uh, Uncharted 4 being the final um, game to star Nathan Drake. Um, so, um, I'm not sure how I feel about this. I, I, I'm a big Uncharted fan. I'm a big Naughty Dog fan in general. Um, they do great games. But um, um, I've always been a fan of Uncharted. I've followed it since, I've followed it since day one. And um, 
I will be I'm sad to see Drake go, but part of me doesn't want the series to end because I'd like them to continue the um that type of game that they do, the action adventure, the Indiana Jones blockbuster style uh you know, kind of video game experience they do so well and I I would like them to continue with doing that. Maybe they could just do a whole new IP, but at the same time I think they could probably they could tell stories. It's kind of like they're kind of like we're going back to the same topic as The Last of Us. They could still tell different stories with, um, within that kind of world, but with different characters and stuff. I think that that could work. But, um, Nate, you know, then again, with Nate, you know, with Uncharted, I mean, The Last of Us was just one game and you're quite attached. You obviously get, got very attached to them, but Uncharted has been going, this will be the fourth main game, five of you include Golden Abyss. And obviously, a lot of people have got attached to Nathan Drake. And in that in that sense, I think it would be quite hard to imagine. So I understand that. But part of me, I have to admit, part of me wouldn't. I really hope this isn't the end of Uncharted. I I don't think there's any harm in giving it a rest. I reckon they will give it a lot a long rest. But I still wouldn't like to see the series die out completely. But that's just me. But you know, you never know. It might happen, and it might be terrible. But there we go. Um, uh, Gary, how do you feel about this? Um, I'm I'm right there with you. It, it's going to be sad to see Nathan Drake go. Um, he's become such an iconic character now uh, from the last generation for Sony in general. Um, but honestly, um, I, taking a break is a good idea. You know, take like you know four or five years off from from Nathan Drake. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I think after Uncharted Four, I think it's still going to continue, but it's probably not going to be done by Naughty Dog. Somebody else might take over. Maybe a Sony Bend might might start doing the games. Um, I easily oh, right. seeing them go um, like uh, like a young Indiana Jones in in a way. Um, I can easily see them going where like it takes place in the future. You know, a lot of time has passed, and you play with Nathan Drake's son. And, you know, Drake is his grandpa now. <laughs> He's kind of like his Sullivan in a way, you know? That's um, if I, he lives, if they don't kill him off. But here's what I say about Uncharted 4. Somebody has to die in, in Uncharted 4. Yeah, definitely. My money's on Sully. It better not be Sully. <laughs> I could just see him killing Sully off. I, no. yeah, I don't know. He just seems... To, but again, it seems too obvious, maybe. Sully dies in every game and comes back. There's no way they're going to kill him off for realsy reels. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> It was one of those things I said about three, like somebody has to die. And then when I, you know, oh, I'm not going to spoil it. Sorry. I, I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to spoil the ending of, of three. But um, yeah, somebody, in my opinion, has to die. And uh, if they're going for a more darker story, which is kind of what it's sounding like, um, I'm, I think it has to be somebody close to Drake. Either, either Sully or Elena has to have to die. Elena out of those choices. How about his brother? He was going to be in Uncharted 4, wasn't he? He is, isn't he? Yeah. In, in my opinion, though, that that's a cop-out. You're introducing a brand new character who was never talked about in any of the other four games of Uncharted, and you're throwing in a brother. And... It's just like the lemming. If that's <laughs> oh, no! No, gonna... not brother, man! No! But I have so many feelings! If they would kill his brother off, I mean, you wouldn't be too attached to the character, but you would still love the story, maybe. So... Not, not if they kill him off halfway through the game because that's where they would. Yeah, no, probably... not halfway through the game. That would be such a stupid move. I'm sorry, but that's, about... if anyone's going to die, it's going to be halfway through the game because that way we'll have the rest of the game to sort of respond to the emotional feelings we had. And what about Chloe? Want to get revenge? Well, Chloe's not even in the game, so. Well, we don't know yet. Maybe she's we? already dead. 
What twist? Honestly, still turn up. I I think the best way for them to go is if Nathan Drake dies at the end, and you find out that you know Elaine is pregnant with his baby and his legacy will live on, and he'll he'll die at the end. Oh my god, the twist would be Nathan Drake's dead, and the whole game is Sully talking to a hooker in the church. (laughs) (laughs) Nice reference there. (laughs) It's like, I remember back in Uncharted 1 where I started... No? No? (laughs) You know, as much as people give it crap, I thought Golden Abyss, the Vita version, had some of the best uh, banter between those two guys. In my opinion. Yeah, I like that. I liked a lot about that game. I thought the Reddick system was really good. I wish Naughty Dog had done that because there was much more incentive to actually... Go, you know, try and I remember it was quite linear still, but going off and hunting for relics, and you get a little story and text about them. I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, a lot of great features. They like the touch screen where you gotta swipe the 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 paper and create like the picture. Yeah, the it. charcoal rubbings. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that worked really well. Mm. Yeah. Um. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, Kevin, I don't think you've um, spoken. Well, you've sort of chipped in there, but anything <laughs> else to add? Not really, I guess. I just hope they don't milk out the franchise to a bad extent. Yeah, but we haven't had don't, don't make team it in racing a... yet. <laughs> <laughs> don't you give them bad ideas, Ben? But yeah, I don't hope to see it become something like Assassin's Creed, where new games would sound really good, and then you buy it and it's broken to death <laughs> before you even move two inches. I no. can't wait to talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Um, uh, ben, do you have anything else to add quickly on that story? Uh, I, I want on try team racing now. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. A bit uh, amazing. Uh, Drake in a little go-kart throwing, <laughs> throwing green shells like Mario. Uncarted. Uncarted. Yeah. <laughs> Uncarted double shoot. <laughs> um, come on, well, let's move on to something a little different now. Uh, this one's... Uh, for all you Star Wars fans, uh, the beta, PS4 beta for Star Wars Battlefront will be kicking off on October the 8th and will run until October the 12th. Um, You're going to be able to participate in a couple of um, different game modes. You have uh, Walker Assault on Hoth, uh, Drop Zone on Celeste, uh, sorry if I pronounced that wrong, Star Wars fans, uh, Survival Mission on Tatooine, and yeah, that's it. Uh, But it looks pretty extensive, actually. Uh, uh, For example, Walker on Walker Assault on Hoth, uh, fighting epic 40-player battles as a rebel to destroy the Empire's onslaught of AT-ATs by calling in uh, Y-Wing bombers, or side with the Empire and protect your walkers while utilizing their mighty weaponry to crush the rebel objective. Um, So yeah, uh, really, really supports a hell of a lot of players on that. Um, I take it you guys are quite um, excited about Star Wars Battlefront. Uh, It's 7 gigabytes for you, Vatorous, download just for reference. Um, Kevin, since you were playing Star Wars just before we started it up, I'll start with you. Uh, what do you think about this? You ex- you excited? Honestly, no. At oh, first, right. I <laughs> at first I was, but the more I see stuff appear on the internet and the more I read about it, I just have the feeling more and more that it's more like Battlefield 4.2 instead of an actual Star Wars game. All right. Can you elaborate um, on that? Well, I mean, let's have a look at Battlefield 4. If you compare battlefield hardline to it it's the same game just a different skin right. and that's how i feel battlefront is going to be as well 
I mean, it's not like the they showed the first trailer and everyone was like going berserk all, all over the graphics. But in reality, if you saw the gameplay, even if it's alpha, you know it's not going to be that much different or better. And yeah. yeah, let's let's be honest. The alpha wasn't exactly like eating our eyes from beauty. It was really <laughs> disappointing. And I have a feeling that the game will be more disappointing than, you know, <laughs> making people happy. But I don't know. I'll give it a shot. I hope it's not disappointing. I sent a picture that might make you happy. Oh dear. Okay. Um, well, while Kevin's looking at that, Gary, uh, do you want to chip in? Um, yeah, I'm in a way kind of with Kevin. Um, I was super excited for it, but then I realized that it's dice making it. And then it's all first person shooter, right? They're taking away the third person that made Battlefront so fun. No, it's to... got third person. Does it have third person? Yeah. Are you sure? Oh, you played it, so obviously you're sure, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good news. The alpha gameplay had third person as well, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you just pressed... uh, uh, To be honest, first person is... not. Don't use it. (laughs) Uh, Third person is the way to play it. I'll talk more later, though. Oh, that's that's awesome, then. Um, uh, See, I'm definitely going to try the beta. I think the beta will see how, how broken and glitchy the game is. Um... Obviously, they'll say, oh, it's an old build and all that, but yet when the game comes out, it'll be the exact same way, which it always oh. is when it comes to those betas. I can't wait to talk about this. So it's nice. <laughs> oh, we'll be there in a set, Ben. Don't worry. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but um, I don't understand why they have to give these like modes, these game modes, these fancy names that nobody knows what they mean. Like, Just call it what it is. It's either a team deathmatch, a conquest mode, or something. Free for all. Yeah, yeah, why does that have some fancy name that when it's the exact same game mode as this other game mode in this other game? They just That's... want to look original. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we'll see. I, I am excited to try it. I'm a huge uh, Battlefront fan ever since the, the good old days. I played that thing on the PSP with my buddy all the time when we had it on the PSP. That game was super fun. But, but yeah, I'm, I, uh, I want to be excited. But I'm just afraid that it's it's a rush job to get it out during the time of the movie. That that's my biggest concern right now. So, I agree. Yeah, that sounds justified to me. Um, I can't really comment. I mean, I actually like Star Wars in terms. Of, you know, I mean, I'm not a, a mega fan. I mean, I, I really enjoy the movies, but I don't go into the comic books and the enemies and all that kind of stuff. But you know, I. I was disappointed that it's no, it's all multiplayer and not single player. I, I thought, was, I was hoping it would have a nice campaign mode, so that kind of put me off anyway. But it still looks interesting to me. Um, I never played the others though, sadly, because they were out when I wasn't really into Star Wars. I got into Star Wars quite late, so um, uh, I, I really I missed out on most. But yeah, um, let's go on to another quick story actually before Ben can start up on his uh, Eurogamer stuff. Um, uh, the release date for Beyond Two Souls and Heavy, Ra- uh, Heavy Rain on PS4 will be coming soon. This is, of course, for PS4 ports of uh, Quantic Dreams, critically acclaimed thrillers, event- slash adventures. Um, I was a massive fan of Heavy Rain. I really, really liked that game. I haven't got around to buying um, Beyond yet, so because of this, I will probably just w- simply wait and pick it up on PS4 instead, which is probably just as well because my PS3 is broke anyway. Um, R.I.P. Um, um, but uh, 
Yeah, uh, I really um, Heavy Rain was one of my favorite games on, on PSV. I really, really enjoyed that. And Beyond Two Souls looks pretty cool as well. Um, so hopefully we'll be able to find out. They uh, they just said coming soon, so um, hopefully it won't be long. I think it's out. It's actually out as a digital download. Uh, you can get the two games in a bundle, or you can buy them separately. But for physical release, it's only in a bundle pack, I believe, and it's only in Europe, curiously as well. So there we go. Um, any so guys, are you likely to pick these up at all? Um, let's start with Ben. I don't know to be honest. I doubt it. I have I have Heavy Rain and I have no, I just have Heavy Rain, but I've never played it. Oh, you serious? Yeah. Damn, man, that's like five years old now. <laughs> yeah, it's still in its collector's edition box. Collector's edition box. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I, I don't. I'll buy them. I really do. Doubt. Oh well, play Heavy Rain, dude. Definitely put some time aside for it. It's a really good game, in my opinion. <laughs> um, Kevin, how about you? Picking them up both without a doubt. Oh, so I, you're, um, you're a fan then, yeah? Well, I have played a little bit of Heavy Rain before I actually had a PlayStation 3, but All at right. a friend's house. Yeah. I really liked it, but I never really got to buy it. I don't know why. But recently, like, I was thinking about getting it because I saw the special edition or something online and was like, yeah, why not? But now I heard. I heard those rumors on the net about the PlayStation 4 versions popping up soon. I thought I'd just wait it out because, you know, seeing most of the bigger Sony titles and stuff are getting like a remaster. Those two were bound to get one. So, yeah, I just waited out for those. So, yeah, here it is. And I'm getting them. Awesome. Um, uh, Gary, how about you? Oh, well, no, of course, you're in America, aren't you? (laughs) Uh, Would you buy them on PS4, though? Um. It's hard to say, really. Um, I love both games. Uh, I loved Heavy Rain. I loved the story in that. Uh, Beyond Two Souls was incredibly unique. But to me, I don't see... Because since I already own both of them, I don't see any real reason to buy these ones again. Because a lot of like, the remaster and re-release stuff get like graphical updates and stuff like that, right? And yeah. I added interesting to that. Beyond Two Souls especially... Is probably the best looking PlayStation Three game out there, and I just don't see how many changes they can make to it to make it look better than it already does. Yeah. So, like, if you can buy them in a bundle, sure, maybe. But individually buying them on PS4 again, I just don't see myself doing that. Because I just don't see like I don't think they're gonna like really add much to them because they're too already great looking games i don't see any graphical updates that they can possibly do to them at this point but yeah i think they said they're going to eventually release them in north america too they better on this kind of yeah that seems odd about that euro exclusive (laughs) (laughs) yeah we had europe usually gets a short end of a statement not this time (laughs) um cool that's fair enough gary um well um i'd actually like to um move on now to the main sort of topic of um, Ben's exploits at Eurogamer. Because um, uh, that sounds like he's got quite a lot to talk about. He's itching to do it. And to be honest, there wasn't really a huge amount of news this week anyway. Um, what about so, reviews? Uh, reviews come after. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, ben, um, wow. Um, I think it's time to move on to Eurogamer now. Um, you're more than welcome to introduce it and just give a brief sort of uh, 
you know, how many days you are there for them and just tuck into whatever games you feel you want to talk about, the most yep. important stuff. So take it away. Okay, well, I went down, I went to Birmingham on the Wednesday this week. Uh, yeah. It was a four hour trip there, three trains. Wow. <laughs> when we got to the NEC, we got very lost because it was massive. But luckily, the hotel we were staying in was literally over the road. So. Oh, I've got hiccups now. Well, that doesn't help. <laughs> Don't worry uh, about it, man. We stayed over the road at the Hilton. Yeah. Very posh restaurant. Best, very posh hotel, should I say. Very nice. Um, Thursday morning, we lined up at 9 o'clock to get in for 10. Uh, it was very good this year, actually. Last year, it was horrendous. Uh, in fact, they took us underground to stay in a little, like, dank corridor that was really? falling apart. <laughs> I'm not even joking, part of the roof fell down. Um, oh my god. Not actual cement, but you know. <laughs> that was a little taste for a virtual reality. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, the first thing I did was beeline to the Morpheus, and they said, no, you can't do it because we're full. I said, oh, that makes me sad. Um, but next day I'll, t- I'll talk a bit more about that. Um, anyway, then I try. I went to try. What was the first thing I tried? Um, uh, the assembly, actually, the assembly. I think was one of my first games I tried. Uh, it's on the Oculus Rift, um, but when it comes out next year, there will be a PlayStation VR version as well. Uh, it's on PS4, Xbox, uh, PS4, and PC. Um, it's done by End Dreams, which is a UK-based company. And oh my god, that game was amazing. That sold VR to me. It seriously did. I loved every second of it. Awesome. What, so what, what do you actually do in it? Well, in the demo, it wasn't really anything. But you were tied up to it like a little, like, like, uh, like a piece of, it's, it's, a, it's a, oh god damn it. You know where you carry like uh, boxes and that? Yeah. Yeah, you're strapped to that, so someone's pushing you. Oh, um, right, right. And so you're looking around, and oh my, I looked up and I had Virgo nearly. I looked up at the rock and the, yeah, the mountains, I felt quite like scared. Because <laughs> oh, it, nice. it felt really, it felt like I was there already. And then as I went down the lift and I could see like through the window and see all the different rooms, like some crazy people jumping around. And then you're like taking, wheeled through a corridor and people are waving at you and talking to you. Oh was, wow! And as you're looking around, you could just look around with your head and look, you know, just look around your environment as people are doing their jobs. Oh, it, it wasn't the actual it. gameplay; it was just what it was that was just so good. Uh, and I was t- the, t- the development team were there as well, and they were incredibly nice people. Uh, I have nothing bad to say about them. We we chatted for a while before, while I was waiting to play it. Uh, me and my mate were there. Um, we were chatting with them. They asked any questions we wanted. Every question we asked, they answered instantly. Um, in fact, nice. I think we've become friends because the CEO and a lot of the staff are now following me on Twitter. Oh, wicked! <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, so big shout out to End Dreams. That was, I think, one of my game of the show. Nice. Um, I've heard of End Dreams actually. Yeah. Uh, anyone got any questions about the assembly? Um, when, when, when's it meant to be out? Uh, early 2016, I think. All right, wicked. Cool. 
And that was, um, did you say that was Oculus Rift? Yeah, it's on Oculus Rift right now because they didn't have any PlayStation headsets to bring with them. All right, cool, cool. But it's coming to... Um... Yeah, PlayStation. Yeah. All right, wicked, nice. Um, where else did I play on Thursday? Oh, you wanted to talk about Star Wars earlier. Do you want to um, uh, do that? Yeah, Star Wars, about? play that quickly. I played Star Wars Battlefront. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gary, there was no glitches. Wow. And it's a trap. You, and you know <laughs> me. No, but you know me in glitches. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just pick up a control. Hell, I play. I tried, you know, the, sh- the shield. The, the shield on, on show. I picked the controller up and it turned the console off. <laughs> I'm not joking they had no signal after I picked it up so yeah to, um, Star Wars Battlefront play it in third person do not play it in first person or you'll just get slaughtered why is that exactly because you've got so much better camera movement with the right you can look behind you oh, you can right, see right. the people coming up behind you in first person you've got you, you, you're limited on your field of view well, third person, you've got a 360 view of the battlefield. Um, we lost our match. Uh, we were playing the Stormtroopers, stopping those damn pesky rebels. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, we lost. Uh, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. I had no issues at all. Have you got what? any? Uh, yeah, I was going I was sorry, I was just going to say, what were the graphics like? They were pretty uh, damn good. They weren't as good as what they looked like in that trailer. No way. All right, yeah. Uh, but I can confirm it was the PS4 version I was playing. All right. How did it perform? Like, Was it smooth running? It was really smooth, yeah. I, I kind of want the game now. Awesome. Uh, any, any other questions? Um, did you get to play with any of the uh, uh, iconic characters, like Vader? Or nah, I, I, I suck too much. Uh, how did how did they like explain how you get to play with those characters in that game? I thought it was how it thought it was like Kill Street, wasn't it? Where you, when you do a certain amount of wins, you become that character. I thought, or is that just something I imagined at some point? Well, I had to know how they're doing good in this game. That's why I was asking. Yeah. If, I, I, if... I don't know. Sorry, mm. I didn't get to play as one anyway. I just played generic Stormtrooper number one hundred and ten. <laughs> did you get to play in the snow level? Yeah, I played in the snow level. Were there footprints in the snow? From what I can tell, yeah. Oh my god, I'm buying it. <laughs> Based on footprints <laughs> in the snow. There was even the I even That's went into crazy. the caves. If you're too lazy as a developer to give me footprints in the snow, then you're lazy in other departments too. And you can spawn <laughs> next to your friend as well. You've got a partner you have in your team, and then uh, you can I'll, spawn I'll, next to him. I'll leave my judgment for the beta, but so far it sounds good. I mean, you yeah. didn't play it on your PS4, which is like a glitch fest. <laughs> um, but the guns do have a ridiculous amount of range, I find. Uh, that was the only issue I had, was the range of the gun. The laser guns were pretty pretty far. There are lasers, Ben. What did you expect? Yeah, but... Yeah. It's just... A little bit of realism. <laughs> yeah. So... So wait, wait, you're telling me that the movies lie to me. Stormtroopers can actually shoot. Yeah, I, I headshot people behind it. Yeah. <laughs> there was one Jedi that tried to duck in a, uh, watch me, in, in like a trench. And as he was ducking, I got a headshot. Nice. <laughs> uh, and then his friend shot me in the back, so. Who is but the real I'm evil a, here? I'm a little... <laughs> ben, like, so is... 
both sides pretty much have like you know the ranged weapon characters, right? Yeah. And then you only get to use like the lightsabers if you get the chance to be one of the movie characters. I didn't right? get to play a, the Jedi, so. Okay. Did you fight Jedi? Just wondering if there was like a melee class that. You, I, you... I couldn't. Even, I couldn't even work out how to do melee. There's no melee button in the whole game. You <laughs> sort of do a melee if you get too close. Automatically. No, I think with the shoot button. Yeah, the shoot button becomes melee. Eh? Yeah, I don't know how it worked as well. Just occasionally I went, Ugh! and bunked my sword, my gun forward a bit. Like, I don't know what button I pressed, but it, it did it. That's weird. Uh, yeah. It, there might be a, a button dedicated to it. I might have pressed it by accident, but when I was walking around just, you know, on my own, it, it wouldn't do anything. So, And then when I was next to someone, he just went, ah, and sort of moved his hand. <laughs> cool. Uh, I played the new Assassin's Creed. Oh, do tell, do tell. I didn't do much because they limited me to three minutes. Three minutes? Yeah, about three minutes of Assassin's Creed. Uh, in those three minutes, I broke it twice. <laughs> oh, please do tell, Ben, because I'm a you know I'm a big Creed fan. Well, literally, I loaded the boat, got out of the boat, walked to the base that I was supposed to go to, and they said, oh, "It's your time up." <laughs> So I can't really tell you much about the game itself, but I the walking tell... was fun. Yeah, the walking was. Well, the fact <laughs> Did it looked nice. It looked really nice. I right. can tell you how much where I broke it as well, if you want. All right, yeah, uh, sure. You know, you got a zip wire. Oh uh, yeah. I kind of made it disappear, and I just climbed in the, the air. <laughs> I shot the zip wire like it's supposed to on the building, but yeah. no animation happened, and she just started climbing up the wall, climbing in the air. Climbing thin air. Well, you know. Oh, so you were Evie, were you? Yeah, you were Evie. You didn't get a choice. Oh, right, right. Uh, and then the start of it, you start on a boat with loads, and you, you dock, and you're supposed to go up. Well, me being exploring type, I don't just, I just didn't do what I, the mission said. So what I did was I tried to explore the boat, see if there was any secrets. Mm-hmm. Um, and the developers didn't even know this themselves because I told it to them afterwards. Right. Uh, there's two doors on the boat that says "Do not enter." All right. Uh, but if, when I walked up to the door, um, and I, it, it it didn't do anything. But when I walked right next to it, it said press X to open. So I did press X to open, and I went into a black room with no textures. Wow! And really? I could see the sea. So I found a room that didn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> I I could move the camera underneath the boat, and I could just watch the sea. Oh wow! Uh, so yeah, that was an experience. Uh, uh, any any questions about what assassin? I can't answer much because I didn't play much. But any questions at all? Um, did you get to kill anyone? No, I was trying to be as stealthy as possible. Oh, okay. I was a good boy. <laughs> Toby was a good boy. But oh, okay. what was interesting was some of the t- guards were assassins. Oh. Uh, yeah, you had your Templars. And then you had some of the Templars were actually assassins, hidden, hiding right. as Templars. Uh, so yeah, I don't know if that's been revealed before, but yeah, there's hidden assassin Templars. Oh, I didn't know that. Assassins. Assassins. Or tem- Tempasses. Tempasses. <laughs> uh, uh, Gary, as you can tell, I broke Assassin's Creed. Uh, Gary's be right back. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, any, any other any questions, Kevin? Can you whistle? Like in Black Flag, because that was ridiculous. No whistle button. 
Oh, thank God. Because that was ridiculous. I hated that in the game. You just sit in the bushes and be like... And you could just kill off the whole island. I kind of yeah. like that. I, I liked it. Did yeah, they, it makes they it too easy. They didn't have unity, did they? Yeah. No, I don't I, think they did. No. I didn't even get five minutes in Unity because one minute in, it literally just broke and I couldn't even do anything more. <laughs> so I just gave up. Oh, I right. never played it anymore. Uh, okay, and, I, and then I guess we'll go to the next game. I played Just Cause 3. Oh, nice. Um, again, I got 20 minutes to play it. I I tried the tournament. I thought, yeah, well, I'm pro MLG 360, no plays it. Um and tried to do the tournament and I failed miserably but I had a bit of fun and I, basically the tournament was just destroy as much as you could alright um, but I did find a glitch for that as well uh, <laughs> if you threw it's basically it started when the, the timer started when the first explosion happened uh-huh. but if you threw a grenade the game did not count that as an explosion oh so I threw a, grenade, a couple of grenades at a building and the building fell down I'm like look I destroyed that, and the time hasn't started. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, they got a bit annoyed. Uh, so, yeah, I played some Just Cause 3. The physics were really weird. They don't feel like the last game. It's just not as good. Oh. And the tether was a bit weird as well. The tether seemed to work when it felt like it. I mean, I'm like, I shoot a tether out, I'm like, go. Mm-hmm. Go now. Go on, go on, go on, Rico, go on. You're tethered. Go on, teleport to the tether. Go on. No, don't just stand there looking at it. Go on. Go on. That's a good tip, Rico. Ah, oh, there you go, you're finding mode. Good, Rico. Oh, no, for some reason you're Spider-Man's. Why are, you, why, why are you hanging upside down on top of a roof? But you're not actually going onto the roof. You're not Spider-Man's, Rico. You can climb. Yeah, that's that was pretty much my gameplay. I was me getting annoyed with the tether. All right. Does it look good at all? Because it looks good from the screenshots. Oh, and it stuff, looks amazing. It looks. It doesn't look much different than the screenshots. It does look a little. I think it looked a bit worse, but it could be an early build. Yeah. You know? Right. Uh, but yeah, from what I played, it looked amazing. The physics, though, as I said, were a bit iffy. They weren't right. bad. It just weren't as good. Okay. Uh, anyone. Got any questions about Just Cause 3? Uh, what's the destruction like? Because you were blowing stuff up and everything. Oh, amazing. Uh, cool. you had to, uh, what I did was, uh, one of the things was there was a giant satellite dish. Yeah. If you destroyed the base of it, the whole thing fell down. Nice. <laughs> uh, but you could only destroy certain parts of it, which sucked. Uh, but yeah, it, it was definitely explosive and definitely destructible. Uh, Kevin? Bad. Any any thoughts on Just Cause? No, nah, I'm not really interested in it. So. Ah, okay. Ah, I think I'll go to the next game that Mike might like the sound of. Uh-huh. Uh, I played on the PlayStation VR on the Friday after they said they might not have any space. This was hilarious, actually. They said, oh, uh, we're sorry we booked again today, Mr. Shillabir, but if any time anyone wants... Any time anyone got space, uh, yeah. if someone missed, yeah, cancels, we'll, we'll message you. Anyway, someone on Twitter said, "Oh my God, you're a, you're a, you're a game. I want to meet you." I said, "Okay, I'll come meet you." About to get to him, I got a tweet from Sony. A All text right. from Sony saying, "If you're near the booth, come now. We have space for you." <laughs> <laughs> it's literally been like ten minutes. 
Um, so I rushed straight there, and I had my mate take pictures of me playing this. Right. Uh, I played a horror game by Capcom. Ooh. Really? Yeah. A horror game called The Kitchen. It's a... Oh, I've heard about that. Yeah. I played that, um, and let's just say, oh my god. Well, first thing I made made my may have insulted Capcom a little bit. I hopefully I didn't say too much, but Sony was there, not Capcom. So I said, uh, you know, Capcom with its history recently with horror, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's current. I said, oh my god, Capcom's making a horror game. This truly is VR. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was that like then? Uh, uh, let's just say, I screamed like a little girl. <laughs> Oh, that's enough of me. <laughs> um, you start the demo tied up to a chair, um, and this guy comes over to you covered in like blood, uh-huh. uh, with a knife, and you're thinking, "Oh my god, who is he?" And then he leans down and says, "Stop moving!" So you put your, I put my hands out for real, holding <laughs> the controller, um, and he starts freeing you with the knife, but his hands are tied up as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he op- you, you, you open up and yeah, you're about to get free when suddenly someone who looks like the woman from the ring appears behind him oh god um, that banshee looking screams at him puts his, her arm through him yeah and then grabs a knife oh, and wow. starts waving the knife in front of your face well because it's VR you can actually pretty much see it in front of your face yeah. It's really good. Well, not really good, but... Uh, and then she goes to poke your eyeball. Uh, with oh, the, wow. With the knife. And then she's, she doesn't poke it. She just sort of, you know... And then she slowly wipe, yeah, slowly rubs it down your body. Um, and wow. then the guy that she attacked pull, takes her away. Yeah, you know, attacks her. And they go have a fight behind, like, a wall. Because it's set in the kitchen, as you can get from the name. Um, and as that happens you're just still sat there as you can hear the fight going on because you're tied up still um, and then suddenly all you hear is a bang and screech Yeah. and then suddenly you see two hands on the screen over your eyeballs <laughs> with a knife and then she leans over your head and giggles at you and then breaks your neck oh wow yeah, that's when I, he said, have you had enough yet? And I'm like, yeah, I've had enough. As I'm there going, oh, fuck, shit. <laughs> Sorry for swearing shit. Oops. <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I, what I said right now was probably quite, yeah. Anyway, yeah, so, but the biggest twist of all this was my mate took, was taking screenshots. Mm-hmm. But he said that um, the there was cameras nearby. Yeah. And... They obviously knew what was happening, and he said they rushed round to video me. Oh! <laughs> so somewhere, some place on the internet, maybe it was probably Sony that did it because it's Sony's booth. Maybe on, on PlayStation Access, but at some time in the future, you will probably see me screaming like a little girl, <laughs> going, "Oh no! We're friends, right? Don't stand me. You're beautiful. We're friends. We're friends." <laughs> No, no, no! You don't want to stab me. Stab him. We're friends. Friends. 
It's like what I'm saying whilst he's in front of me. <laughs> oh, I got that game scared me. It was so scary. Oh, oh that sounds awesome, that does. Uh, I got two posters for playing it. Oh, yeah? yeah. I, I also played some Destiny of Taken King. That was there. Oh, wicked. And I broke it in front of Bungie. You broke it? Yeah. I drove underneath the world and started walking on water like Jesus. Uh, what is it with you and breaking games? Uh, but then, before that, guess what happened? What? I met Bungie for lunch. Oh, wow, you lucky get. Next, they were sat next to me eating, so... Oh, wow, you lucky get. Yeah, a, did you see on Slack, I put... Uh, I think I put it on Twitter as well, me with the two Bungie staff. Oh, no, I didn't... I, didn't, I must have missed that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I played a bit of Destiny. Uh, I also played Mirror's Edge, Catalyst. Oh, wicked! What's that like? Oh, it's amazing. It's a lot more freedom. Uh, it. I, we didn't get. I didn't get much time with it, but what, I played for about. I had about thirteen minutes with it. Um, but you played a little bit of a tutorial to help you get used to the controls, and then you got thrown into the open world. Yeah. Um, you were supposed to do these little challenges. But I thought, you know, I screw those little challenges. I want to explore. Yeah. So I explored the map, and it was pretty decent sized. Uh, and there's a lot. There's 66 collectibles in that area because I found 13 of them. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but I wasn't allowed any pictures of a lot of places. So that's why there's not many screenshots this year. Uh, what else did I play? Oh, I played the Call of Duties. Uh, Black Ops 3. Alright, was that any good? Uh, well, just Call of Duties. <laughs> Alright. Uh, so yeah, I think that was pretty... Oh, and I played Sword of the Sto- Strength of the Sword Ultimate. Now, anyone who's listened to the podcast knows that I <laughs> I insulted the hell out of the last game. It's an indie title. Anyway, the new version was there in the indie section again this this year. Uh, yeah. With the developer there himself, um, and he is energetic. The least I can say is energetic, because it's a two-man game. That's why I always felt bad to reviewing it badly. But at the same time, I can't judge it just because of who made it. All right. You know, I, as much as I hate, I can't. Ju- you know, because then I, you know, would automatically have to give Assassin's Creed ten out of ten because a thousand people made it. This was made by two people. It was a decent effort. Anyway, they re-released it on the PS4 and Xbox One and PC next year. And they have improved it a lot since the original. So, kudos to them. Alright, nice one. And he was also impressed with my my pro-elite skills. Um, what he did was, he had three challenges. And if you beat those three challenges without, without, lo- without dying too much, you fought a secret boss. Alright. I beat all three challenges without dying once. Oh, wow. Um, and I got to the secret boss, and I took the secret boss down to about half health, and then died. Um, and he said, that <laughs> he he put the secret boss in, and the secret boss is actually the final boss of the game. So, yeah. Oh, wow. He gave me his details, so I've got a way to contact him. Oh, wicked. Uh, I think that was pretty much all I played. Uh, I met Stephen as you, as we all know. Stephen's the boss of our site. Uh, How was he he? He, he? he was good, but he found it. 
He got turned down a lot of the booths. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. You mentioned it before. Yeah. But his game of the show was Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt. Yeah, Duck Hunt was his game of the show. NES Supreme console of all times, I guess. My game of the show... Um, uh, for gameplay, I would actually probably go with Mirror's Edge. I enjoyed that so much. Um, awesome. But from what I actually saw and what I play, would want to play more out of everything was the assembly. Because yeah. I didn't really get to play much gameplay of it. It was just, yeah, wheeling in. Uh, there's no actual real movement. But from what I experienced in that little bit, made it my game of the show altogether. Awesome, man. Even if it didn't have gameplay, it was just enough for me to want it. Um, so yeah, that was that was my game of the show out of everything there. Oh, uh, wicked man! The no, kitchen would have been like... my scream of the show. <laughs> sounds like you had a great time. Ah, oh, it was amazing. The only issue I had was food. Such a what pain you... in but. What do you mean? Uh, there's no real restaurants near the NEC. Oh right. They're like incredibly far away. What do you uh, do in the end? Well, luckily, we, we, it was four of us went down. Two of them stayed in the Premier and two of us stayed in Hilton because, you know, we're posh. posh <laughs> kids. Um, anyway, one of the friends in the Premier and had a car, so luckily he could pick us up and take us somewhere. Oh, uh, wicked. But, yeah, the nearest ones were like three or four miles away from the event. Oh, that sucks. Which isn't that far, but it's a motorway, so you kind of don't want to walk down it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if yeah, it, yeah, totally. if, yeah. So we had, we we stayed in for Wednesday night meal there at the Hilton, which was eighty eighty quid for two of us. Mm-hmm. Um, then we went to Nando's the next day because Nando's is amazing. But I won't go into that because we we'll have the whole chicken debate again as we did last time. Chicken, <laughs> <laughs> Remember Chicken Gate with the three-hour podcast on chicken. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's that's what I've been up to. Oh, I got a Destiny T-shirt. All right, Destiny the Taking Kink T-shirt. Okay. Uh, I got a Call of Duty T-shirt, and oh, I bought nice. a special edition Destiny T-shirt. Uh, if you beat the strike in under ten minutes, yeah. Uh, but of course, I glitched it and didn't beat in ten minutes. But they gave me it because of the glitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got a special shader. For Destiny, uh-huh. and you got a five pound off a special unique T-shirt. They're only selling them at Eurogamer, and you can only buy them if you did the event. Oh, what um, do they look like? Uh, it's a purple T-shirt with a cryptarch symbol uh-huh. and the, an engram on it. With the um, you may have you may have died a, a million deaths, but you still are not pleased, Master Rahul. <laughs> uh, there are only three hundred and fifty of those being made. Oh, that is brilliant! And they only sold at that event, so yeah, I, I got I bought that for twenty quid. But yeah, I'm having that. Oh, nice one, man! Uh, so yeah, that was Eurogamer for me. Uh, and you um had a good time with Steve as well. You hung out a bit, uh, chatted. Yeah, we chatted for a bit. We played. Oh, what's that game now? Crystal Rift, which was another VR game, which was a lot of fun. Yeah. 
right. I didn't play it. I watched Stephen play it, but he, he seemed to really enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, that was using the Oculus Rift as well, but it will also be on PS4 as well when it comes out. Uh-huh. Uh, the reason why... Uh, oh, actually, I better not say, in case. Um, All right, cool, cool. Anyway, so yeah, that was... Wow, oh, that yeah. sounds like you had another good time. Man. Oh, were you going to say something there? No, I was going to say, uh, any any questions all about the event at all? Um, actually, yeah. Did you um did you see any um other people you knew there at all? Like who you see, you know, I don't know, PR people or people from other sites at all that you knew or? Well, not really. People, it's so busy, so ridiculously yeah. busy. You don't really meet anyone. Uh, oh, right. I met uh, one of my someone who knew me on Twitter. He wanted to meet me this year. Yeah. And I met Fraser. Yeah, Fraser Miller. Oh, Fraser was there. Yeah, Fraser was there. We met up. Oh right. Um. Uh, so yeah, we had. A, I met. Oh, I say. I'll, I'll say his name once I looked on Twitter. Um. Also, Pooh of I still wants to meet me one year. I need to meet him one year. Okay. And, uh, it was Tom ninety two. He was at Eurogamer. Uh. So yeah, it was nice to meet him. Yeah. Oh, wicked man. It was it was pretty cool. He's the one who took pictures of me sh- uh, panicking. All right. Um, How was Fraser anyway? Cause yeah, I, it was pretty I good. I met him and his girlfriend and one of his friends. Uh, yeah, we played played an indie game together. Yeah. Wicked. <laughs> nice. Ah, uh, well, I should probably mention that Gary's had to shoot off. Um, yeah. So um, it's just for three of us now. Um, Cool. Um, cheers for that, Ben. That sounds really awesome, actually. Any, one second. Anything from Kevin before I... Mm, I can't think of anything, so... Okay. <laughs> oh, dear. That kitchen game sounds really good, though. It was scary. Mm, definitely my cup of tea, I think. Cool. Yeah. Well, cheers for that, dude. No That's problem. really cool. Um, I'll just scan over a couple of reviews now. Um... God, honestly, the first time I come out to the podcast and my mouth is hurting, it's terrible. <laughs> um, right, well, first of all, um, well, this has actually just gone up. We've got um, FIFA 16 PS4 review by Adam Byrne. Um, he gave this, oh, again, with the scrolling down the page, which is really, really annoying. I wish you could just go to the score like we used to have there. That was quite handy. Uh, sorry about this, guys. I'm still scrolling down the damn page. <laughs> You could just tap the end button on your keyboard. <laughs> uh, I didn't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm useless for these things. He gave us an 8.5 out of 10. Um, Adam says, uh, it's mad and beautiful and downright frustrating and all the same utterance. An unpredictable, oftentimes surprising experience that gives and takes in the same breath. It's more like the sport than it's trying to replicate than ever before and oddly enough that's not always as laudable as one might think though not as refined as optimally as one would hope there is undoubtable undoubted progress in this year's fifa cool uh he liked the um effects the best fifa gameplay in some time uh the meticulous presentation as always and the addition of women's teams uh negative points include um Keeper's still prone to the odd uh, positional howler career mode is still pretty naff and mechanics uh the mechanics are not as refined as pro evolution soccer uh, it's funny he mentions Pro Evolution Soccer because that's the next one. Um, this is by none other than Mr. Neil Bolt. Um, Why you say Neil... that, by the way? Neil Bolt says hello to everyone. Oh, well, hi, Neil. Yeah, is he? Um, is it? Because he's um, he's had a new um, baby, hasn't yeah, he? He's had a baby. Uh, 
yeah, so he it's... said, tell the Unchained world I miss them all. Oh, I miss you too, Neil. Hope everything's going all right at the family, dude. And um, hopefully uh, at some point you'll be able to uh, come back, and ha- even if it's just for a guest appearance. Um, yeah. Um, on with Neil's review, he gave it a 9 out of 10. Uh, he summarised that uh, the football is sublime in um, Pez 2016. There are small improvements made to the other areas of the game, and some are still needed, but on the pitch, the series is still is in title-winning form once again. Uh, and he liked a uh, beautiful football, masterly back to its best, and player detail was excellent. However, he disliked the fact that roast, uh, roster way out of date is uh, oh, the roster is way out of date at launch. Uh, the uh, connectivity issues and commentary is mostly atrocious. Um, that's one thing I constantly get now in football games, isn't it? The commentary. I remember the old games on the uh, PlayStation, the N sixty four. Next up, we have NHL sixteen PS four review. Uh, this is um, by Timothy Nunes. Uh, Tim, uh, Tim was on the Metal Gear Solid podcast, was he not? Uh, that's the part where you answer. I, think, I, I wasn't on it, remember, but I think so. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I thought um, I thought you were on that. Oh. I was like, why isn't he answering? He was on it. <laughs> All right. I, well, rec- I... I think I was recording. Yeah, Tim was. On. I was recording it. I was sat in the oh, corner right. going. <laughs> oh, right, I was eating cool. chicken. I think. <laughs> oh, okay. Good. You're kidding. Uh, Tim gave us an out at 10. He says that um, NHL 16 is the type of game NHL fans wanted last year. Full access to game modes and a welcoming execution from newcomers makes NHL 16 an essential purchase for anyone interested in the game of hockey. With the small issues aside, hockey has never been better than this. And the plus points uh, are immersive, be a pro, player modes. Uh, the intuitive and accommodating on-ice trainer and the broadcast for the gameplay uh, negative points have included the weak and repetitive commentary, again, in sports titles, seems to be quite a uh, reoccurring problem, and uh, lacking ultimate team. Overall, though, some pretty good scores so far. Uh, we have another one down here, not a sports game. This is Flame Over PS4. This is by John Paul Jones, JP, who does a lot of, uh, uh, he usually handles a lot of the um, indie titles, actually. Uh, he's been a big help through E3. He's been with us a while, actually, so big it up for JP. And um, he gave this a 8.5 out of 10. Uh, he summarized a charming and well-constructed take on the twin-stick shooter. Flame over and jeers itself greatly with easy-to-play, difficult-to-master mechanics, which neatly avoid the frustration usually associated with roguelike tactics. Uh here, plus points include uh, roguelike gameplay that never feels punishing, uh, the deceptive amounts of strategy required, and the procedural generated levels provide fresh challenges. Uh, however, ne- negatives include uh, base premise may prove samey for some in the long term, uh, not a great deal of improvement over the Vita version, and last but not least, occasionally spotty NPC pathfinding. And that's about it. Um, ben, do you have any reviews coming up at all? I can't remember. Uh, no. Not that no. Okay. Uh, well, we uh, we'll be having our we'll be reviewing Uncharted, the Nathan Drake collection, in the next couple of weeks, guys. So um, keep an eye out for that. Um, I will be posting. Technically, you could say it's a review, but for some reason, we, we usually do this impressions piece when it comes to Destiny. I'll be doing my sort of thoughts on Destiny: The Taken King because I've been plowing through that for the last nearly two weeks. So there's a lot of content in that. Um, that's actually probably a good way to. Um, Still, uh, oh, Gary's back with us, funnily enough. Yes, Gary, we are still recording. Welcome back, Gary, guys. Welcome back. <laughs> uh, bye, bye, Gary. <laughs> um, yeah, of course you can come back, Gary. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> this is fun. Um, yeah, well, we're going to be um, moving on to what we've been playing now. Uh, when Gary comes back, we'll bring him into that. Gary, welcome back. <laughs> oh, you, Gary. Uh, it says, oh, he's gone again. <laughs> we're going for the hat trick now. Okay, I'll just carry on, and if he talks, he talks. <laughs> um Cool. Well, um, I'm going to have a rest now because my tongue is still bloody hurt. And I don't know what the hell I've done to it. I think I must have burnt it, bit it, or both. But either way, either way it really smarts. Um, so, yeah, uh, Ben, do you want to start off uh, what well, you've been playing recently? Not including Eurogamer, obviously. Well, <laughs> I've been uh, home, so... All right, well, did you play anything before Eurogamer at all? Destiny. Destiny. Oh, yeah. Well, I've seen you on a lot, haven't I? So, yeah. uh, uh, just your thoughts on that quickly, Taken King? Uh... We're trying to get ready for the raid tonight. Oh, you're doing a raid tonight? Yeah. Oh, wow. Awesome. Light level 290, so. Oh, well, yeah, you're, um, yeah, you really advanced through that quickly. I'm on, um, light level 269, so I'm gradually going up quite Not a lot, bad. but yeah. Yeah. Do you know what really sucks, though? Um, Zer was selling me, um, Hawkmoon, uh, he's this still week. selling it. Yeah, he's still selling it now, but I need five more strange coins, and I can't, I can't get them at all. It They're sucks. easy to get. Really? How, how'd you get them? Just do strikes. I did strikes today. They had in all the engrams. You get, load hand... of, you get like five or so engram, five, nearly five strange coins every like Vanguard package or whatever. Oh wow! Well, that never happened to me. I'm just I... gonna quickly go over the stuff I played. Uh, Eurogamer for Gary. That's all right. Yeah, sure. Uh, Star Wars, Assassin's Creed. Mirror's Edge, Neat, kitchen. Uh, the Kitchen, uh, The Assembly, uh, loads of games. All of the games. Good. I, sorry, I had to step out. I had a delivery I had to go help with. It's okay. Uh, no problem, back. man. Good to have you back again. Uh, Gary, we're just at the uh, uh, what we've been playing segment, actually. Um, yeah. So uh, since you just come in, um, do you want to... Uh, I think we'll go over to you, actually, Gary. Do you want to tell us what you've been playing recently? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, well, I uh, I finished the story of Metal Gear Solid Five, or what I assume was the end of the story of Metal Gear Solid Five. I don't know. The game doesn't tell you it's the end, so... Yeah, if you watch the Collector Edition disc, it's not the end. The end yeah. is cut. <sighs> yeah, so... <laughs> I, I finished that. Um, I'm sorry to say I was very disappointed um, story-wise oh, oh. from that game, um, which, which is kind of really sad to me. But, yeah, it's it's definitely uh, not my favorite Metal Gear. Um, it's actually not even close to being my favorite Metal Gear. But it's still a great game. Don't get me wrong. Like I still agree with your review score. Mike, the 9.5 you gave it, I, I do think it deserves a 9.5. Hey, no problem, man. Don't, if you, you know, it's everyone's got their opinions, man. Don't feel, don't feel obliged to agree. <laughs> oh, no, but, but I do agree. The gameplay oh, is okay. phenomenal in the game. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. As a Metal Gear Solid fan, um, I was expecting so much more, at yeah. least from the story perspective, and it, it really well, did not in any well, way. Well, you're way ahead, you're ahead of me, Gary, because I, um, um, obviously I reviewed the game and stuff, but I didn't actually get to finish it when I reviewed it. So um, I I haven't had the game since. Um, I'm very late getting a copy. So um, everyone's ahead of me at the moment. <laughs> yeah, as big of a Metal Gear fan as you are, Mike, I think you would actually agree with me on a lot of it. Um, yeah, well, like, um, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure I will. I mean, I know you're I know how big a fan you are and stuff. So 
Yeah, there's just too many things in that game that just did not feel Metal Gear to me. Like, they could have easily made the exact same game and not put the Metal Gear title on it with different characters, and it still would have been a 9.5. It sounds like what I said about Resident Evil 4 at first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I started playing The Witcher 3 again because uh, the, the, the DLC is coming out here in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, the big expansion packs. I'm excited for that. I'm trying to find a way to pre-order it because I want the Gwent cards that it comes with. The actual cards. It's a mini game in the game. Uh, it's a card game. And this expansion pack, if you buy it at retail, it comes with the actual cards now. Um, so you can play with your friends. Um, I can't find any retailer that's taking pre-orders for it. And it's kind of pissing me off. Um, what else? I've been playing uh, Mario Kart 8 with my friends. Uh, some more Smash Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've banned Ryu completely. <laughs> because he's too cheap, in my opinion. <laughs> like, we just uh, no Ryu. Like, if you pick Ryu, you're pretty much going to win if you know how to play Street Fighter. That, that's the problem with, with that character. Um, What else have I been playing? Um, I've been playing Soma. Um, finished that. Got the review ready. Um, it's not up yet. Yeah, that will be going up. Um, but. Um, ASAP. <laughs> yeah, uh, that game was um, was really good. Uh, it, it's really thought provoking. Like it really makes you think about our existence in the world and what we really are. Um, really good stuff with that game. Uh, it's not as scary as Amnesia. It doesn't have the jump scares, uh, which I think Kevin will will actually be happy about because I know you hate jump scares and like movies and stuff, Kevin. No, um, actually, I like them if they're not, like, very predictable. Oh, okay. Yeah. This game doesn't have, actually, any jump scares. It's actually all, like, tense moments. Like, the tension just builds and builds and builds. And, like, it's very claustrophobic sometimes because you're in this enclosed, like, area, you know, this underwater um, deep-sea research facility. Um, and uh, in Soma, it's it's... Like, the creatures, like, you hear them all the time in the backgrounds. Like, you hear the noises they make and all that stuff. And it's very creepy. And you're just, you're waiting for them to come out and attack you or come out of a corner. And sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Um, But you're always on the edge of your seat because, like, the the sound effects and everything is so well done in the atmosphere. Uh, It's very tense. And it's very hard to just kind of not start sweating. Your palms will get very sweaty playing that game. So... (laughs) Sounds um, like a good 2 a.m. game then. <laughs> yeah, it, it is very good. It's not as scary as Amnesia, uh, The Dark Descent, but um, I, I think they made made up with it with the story in this game. It's, it's definitely a story that you'll be thinking about way after you finish the game. Gary, yes. you missed what I was talking about earlier about the scariest game I've ever played. Kitchen? Your game. Yeah, The Kitchen. You'll have to tell me after after the cast then, because yeah. I don't want you to go through it all again. Yeah, no um, problem. Yeah. But yeah, like uh, like that game, I think would be great for for VR. Person, I think those are the types of games that will work perfectly with VR. Like, I don't see myself playing like a Metal Gear or Assassin's Creed in V in VR unless I want to like throw up every five minutes. You know, um, it, it's it's games like that, like a, like a Beyond Two Souls or a Heavy Rain type of game. I think would be perfect for those VRs. Mirror's um, Edge. Mirror's Edge, well, that probably would make you throw up too. Yeah, but... you'd, be run, you'd run around too much. <laughs> oh, I'd like that. I'd like to see that in VR. At least it's one of the games that dice doesn't fuck up. 
at least as far as I've noticed. Uh, that's awesome. But um, yeah, and and I'm still uh, playing here once in a while until dawn. Um, trying to keep everybody alive this time. But yeah, that that's pretty much all I've been playing. Oh, I want to play that game until dawn. I really it's do. So good. <laughs> I heard it was really good, yeah. It's funny, because I guess uh, Shue Yoshida answered a question about why like the game didn't get uh, the push that you know a lot of people thought it deserved. Yeah, And it's pretty much everything that we've said. Like They just didn't think it was going to be as successful or as popular. So they didn't think you know putting all this money into it was, at least for the advertisements, was going to help. You know? Yeah. But obviously that didn't end up being the case. The game was seventh best-selling game last month, and it came out at the end of the month of August, which is incredible. So, yeah, I, the game is fantastic. Uh, I love that. I know you love it too, Kevin. It's... Yeah, it was really good. I didn't really check anything about the game beforehand. I only knew that was a kind of horror game, but I never really checked anything deeper into detail. So when I bought it, I was really, really surprised in a good way because I loved it. Definitely one of the best games this year. Definitely, it's definitely it's in the top three of my favorite games this year for sure. So. Wicked yeah. man, fine. Um, Kevin, how about you, dude? Well, as Gary just said, until dawn, I finished that game and I loved it completely, from beginning to end. I only really felt bad because at the ending in the game, there's this one part of the game that you don't have to move your controller because if you do something will happen something bad <laughs> and gary knows what i'm talking about because of that laugh <laughs> and at the very end i wasn't supposed to move and i sneezed and the whole thing went down and i was disappointed as hell that wasn't supposed to happen but nonetheless it was a really good game so i finished that game um i bought myself ratchet and clank on playstation vita the trilogy started oh, nice. playing the first one never really played these games before because I didn't really feel interested, but eventually a friend managed to get me into it, and I actually like it. It's really fun. It's a good game. Oh, wicked. That's because the uh, first one was really hard to get through and enjoy the series afterwards. Like, 2 was, was the one that really stepped the ante up in that franchise. Uh, I'm glad you're enjoying it from the first game. Yeah, I... It's kind of because of, you know, it's an older game as well, but it gives you that good old platform feeling, and that's why I love it. Platformers should be back, in my opinion. I love those games. I agree. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I've got that game. Um, I've played PES 2016, which I really liked as well. Um, Tearaway Unfolded, really good game. Same as Vita, it was a really good game as well, but I kind of rushed through that one because I wanted to get it done before I got unfolded and I never really managed to get through that game before so definitely replay material so those games are awesome and furthermore I'm just playing some Star Wars The Old Republic on PC and I kind of think that's it mostly awaiting now for Uncharted Nathan Dre collection because I've got two of the collector's editions incoming and I really wanted to play them Again. <laughs> <laughs> well, they oh, actually man. just updated uh, Knights of the Old Republic 2 on Steam, like with a patch and upgrade the, the graphics and all that. It's, I, I can't believe they, they did that for that game. I'm hoping they do it for the first one, too. 
That'd be nice. I've never played those games, actually. Oh, Knights of the Old Republic is fantastic. Especially, to, I personally like the second one more than the first one, but it's just a personal thing, but yeah. I'm still sad that we lost Star Wars 1313. I think that so game would have been amazing. That game would have been amazing, I agree. Damn you, Disney! <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay, well, um, let's start wrapping things up because uh, Ben has a raid to do. Um, <clears throat> I've been playing, I'll be quick, I've been playing Destiny Taken King pretty much uh, and a bit of Resident Evil 2 on my Vita, uh, keeping it retro. <laughs> um, I'll have more detailed thoughts on the Taken King when I actually write, finish my write-up on that so you guys can look forward to that, but um, uh, we need to move things along now, but yeah. Um, well, and we should start wrapping things up now, guys. Um, that's been episode 92. Um uh, we just go over the, um, if you guys want to contact us, you can. Uh, you can contact me at uh, mike.harridis at psu.com. Um, you can contact, or you can contact the podcast in general at podcast.psu.com. Uh, if you want to contact Ben, you can do so at Ben. Uh, Ben.shabihull at psu.com. Chile underscore you can. Twitter, Chile on Neoga, Chile on PSN. Uh, remember to, to email me uh, when you answer this question. Who voices the new version of Ghost in Destiny? Uh, you'll get a free copy of Destiny if you answer it correctly. It's still tin. Awesome. Uh, Gary, how can people contact you? Uh, you can contact me at Gaglaush on Twitter. That's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H. Or at PSU's email at Gary. That's G-A-R-R-I at PSU.com. Wicked. And Kev, how can people contact you? I'm on Twitter as Mr. Waxweasel. That's <laughs> Z-L-E at the ending. And I'm on PSU email which is not a platform, but anyway, um, at kevin.rombouts at psu.com. But I'll add all the descriptions and stuff and contact info in the descriptions so you can just copy-paste it if needed. Wicked. Thanks for that, guys. Um, well, that's been episode 92, guys. That was good fun. It's good to be back. I'm pissed off about my bloody... I'm in agony speaking right now. God, which is very uncomfortable. Combination of mouth, mouth forces and... A sore tongue is really, really, it's it's as horrible as it sounds. But um, I am, even though I feel a bit, I sound a bit lethargic. I am actually very, very pleased. I'd be a lot more animated if it wasn't for this. I'm very, I'm pleased to be back again, and hopefully, I'll be in the hosting seat every other week now. If we um, I'll continue the usual way, oh, especially with Neil away as well. Um, me and Ben will probably be um, dividing it up. Um, so yeah, uh, but we'll be back again next week. Uh, this should uh, this podcast will be going up. Uh, well, it doesn't matter when it goes up because you're listening to it. <laughs> um, we're going to be doing a special for episode 100, like I said, which will come around sooner than you think. Definitely, I mean the time just flies by these days. Uh, we want to do something quite good for that. Um, until then, happy gaming, and we will see you again around this time next week, guys. Thank you for joining me, Ben, Gary, and Kevin. It's been a pleasure, and it's been good to be back. That's been episode 92, guys. Uh, all that's left to say is it's good night from me. And it's good night from him. See you later, guys. Thank God for me. See Leave ya. Gary. <laughs>